Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? We'll get into Christine's arrest here in a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you had a straight-up Leave it to Beaver weekend. Leave it to Beaver? Really? I think. Uh, leave it to Beaver went on a local safari. Yeah, you went to the, you went on the, you went on the, it got in the car and you drove around and was that a bison? That was a bison. There was bison. There was yak. There was. That sounds like alpacas. fun. The alpacas were big jerks. Did they you go to the came. zoo? No, we went to this place uh, about 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. It was like a little safari slash had a petting zoo there, too, and a bunch of playground oh, stuff. cool. When did you go? Saturday. Saturday, okay, because my neighbors wanted me to do something like that with them on Sunday, and I couldn't So because uh, I did something else and said I'll get to that in a minute. But what is it about? And then you ran into one of our coworkers there, too. Yeah. What is it about kids. this weekend? Where people wanted to go drive around near animals. Is there kangaroos there, by the way? Uh, no, there are no kangaroos there. Oh, no. There's that's... nothing super exotic. Uh, they had bears, though. You got to drive through a little bear. Is this enclosure. the one where they co- where the animals come up to your car? Yep. Like yeah, the and you can feed them out the window, too. My, uh, my neighbors wanted me to go somewhere where there was a kangaroo, so it must have been a different one. Uh, and they said that... Uh, we were. I, I did like a fire pit on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, a uh, uh, county and fish. We lost county earlier this year to cancer, and uh, it was kind of a weird county weekend for me. But that's maybe it was because of her birthday last week. I don't know. Anyway, Dan uh, came over. Uh, we were gonna go out of town actually, and that ended up getting canceled. And we had a fire pit, and the neighbors came over. And we were talking, mm-hmm. and uh, Renee said, "You got it was so cool. Last time we saw a kangaroo was carrying around a baby, oh. and I." Thinking it would be funny, and it confused her for about two minutes. I'm like, "Well, were the parents there, or were the?" She's like, she's like, "The baby was in its pouch." I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, like, is that like, do they charge for that? Is it- <laughs> do they charge for pouch ride for babies? Can you imagine going to a zoo and you see a baby in a kangaroo, right? and like everyone's laughing, and Renee's like, "Well, I don't understand. Like, what's because she's so she wasn't that, that is way. hilarious." Uh, so anyway, I, I got to see, and I will recommend this: a total of what I call a Connie and Fish movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie that's actually it was weird. I had a Connie moment yesterday as I was watching it. Because uh, it was, we had, were very excited to see Respect with uh, the Aretha Franklin story, which is very informative and a solid movie. It's yeah, not a 10. It looks good. It's an 8. Singing is a 10. Her voice has always been incredible. Jennifer Hudson mm-hmm. and Aretha Franklin, obviously. Queen of Soul. But uh, got to go see that movie yesterday uh, for work, air quotes. And uh, it's it's a go to. Like, you should see it. It's a, it's a good date ish movie, I guess. That's a solid. Because they would call it a chick flick a little bit. Yeah. Uh, woman empowerment or love story, whatever. But Aretha Franklin, man, like drugs and uh, stuff that happened to her as a kid. And, yeah. I mean, I think she was 12 when she had her first kid or something like that. It was insane. Like, yeah. Did you know that? Uh, 
I she had a baby she when was, she was a kid. That I didn't know, but I knew like her past with like dr- her drug issues and yeah, whatnot. and there was rape and That's stuff. That's crazy yeah. though. Twelve. Yeah, it's 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 a really really good movie, and the little girl they get to play young Aretha has an incredible voice. Yeah, and Forrest Whitaker's her dad, so he's an amazing actor. Yeah. Okay, so that was uh, that was the nut of my weekend. That's a little uh, gist of Steve's weekend. You know, and then uh, and then things get interesting because what happened, uh, Steve, on Saturday, mm-hmm. I was looking at Christine's social media, and I saw that she had posted a foot in the beach photo or just a beach photo or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, where's her big booty girlfriend that she talked about <laughs> on the air? So I actually texted her. I'm like, more less beach, more booty. Where's your booty friend? And as I was texting her. What was going on, Christine? Literally, as you messaged me, I'm like, you want to die laughing? We're getting, <laughs> we're getting citations by the beach police right now. <laughs> so they drive all the way out of town. They go to the beach, and uh, you got you got arrested. We did not get arrested, yeah, although arrested. he did tell Possession. us. Yep. He did tell us. This technically is a misdemeanor, and I could handcuff you guys. We were cracking were you up. Like, we're like, uh, really? Which one of your friends was the naughty friend with the booty? Was she like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? He rolled up, like on his like art, like um, ATV type of thing on the mm-hmm. beach. Yeah, I got a side note for you on that he, one. He by rolled the way. up, and uh, he's like, "Can I see your guys' IDs?" And I was like, "Ooh, I feel flattered." He goes, "Don't be flattered just yet." <laughs> Uh, now, this cop on the ATV, Christine, takes a photo of him. You're writing the ticket yeah. and sends it to me. And I'm like, oh, there's a guy. She just sent me a photo of a guy in the ATV. Alicia, yeah. if it was in slow motion, it would have been honest to God. She, she's Because I said ATV and cop. Now, Alicia and Renee, our neighbor, drove out a couple weeks ago and went to the beach out yeah. of town, right? And it was like... Slow motion, going across the room, Alicia, looking for my phone so she could see if it was the hot cop with the big guns that hit on her. (laughs) Was it him or no? No, and and she's like, give me your phone. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you, why are you running over here? I need to check something. So Slow that's motion. why you replayed the photo, because it'll yeah. tell you if you replay a video or photo. Yeah, you're like, what's he doing? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, fine, honey, here you go. And she looks at it, and she's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh. It wasn't a hot cop. He was good looking, I guess. Yeah, he was nice. Wasn't I mean, a hot cop. He gave us a citation. It was just stupid, like. It was it was stupid on our part. Why? Because you, know? you were drinking by, by we, all the signs that say "Don't drink." Yeah, we had our we had our like white claw cans out at like at first. I put them in the cooler, and then we just got so caught up in conversation that we kind of forgot that when he rolls through and he's like, "Do you have any like previous you know alcohol incidents?" Oh, and we're man. like, "No," and we're cracking up. And my friend's like, I have two kids. I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a perfect but, day to me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. And then we ended up going out at night and, you know, having more fun. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> then she got arrested because her friend started a bar fight, the yep. one with two kids. <laughs> if you have the uh, Peacock app or if you watch Peacock at all, Kevin Hart has a new show on there uh, he, where he sits down with people. He sat down with Kelly Clarkson sat down with Miley Cyrus, and there will be more coming, and did these little interviews. 
Well, I was watching the one. I like Don. Do you know who Don Cheadle is? Yes, I do. He was, uh, he played Iron Man's, you know, Robert Downey Jr.'s mm-hmm. buddy in Iron Man's 2 and 3. Yeah. And then all the Avengers movies. He was in Ocean's 11. He's a, a very good director. He's a very good actor. And I want, everybody's talking about how Kevin made it weird in the interview and that people are getting mad at him now. At Kevin? Yeah. But there's a hook to this. So take a look and a listen to this awkward moment when he's talking to actor-director Don Cheadle. But at the same time, like I said, and me, you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because it was a sorry, thought. No, no, seriously. It was dude, a thought. It was I'm a not, thought, and I blurted it out. I'm I did fine. not mean it that I'm way. Not, I'm fine. Okay, but I'm just not. understand, I didn't mean it the way it came Let's, out. We'll take a poll on how you meant it with I'm, people here later <laughs> after the show's over, but... I can sit up here and honestly say, buddy, that yeah. that was from yeah, a place yeah. of love. Got it. Like, oh, damn. Was, <laughs> like, damn. You didn't... If we could play it back right now, play it back. These are two different dams. Play it back in slow motion. There yeah. wasn't no. I damn. said. I wasn't, said. There was no like. Wow. That's, I that's said. Amazing. Damn. No, you said the word damn. Do you want me to tell you how you said it? I know how I said it, Don. Do you want me to say it back to you how I think you said it? Go ahead. Damn. Not not true. Fam. Not true. Fam. I said. Kevin. I said. Damn it. <laughs> Each time you said it, now it's gotten quieter and quieter. So people are talking about how <laughs> that love is that. hilarious. Like Kevin Hart age shamed Don Cheadle. No, There's, he yeah, didn't. He didn't. They are really good friends. If you watch the whole interview, you could tell that. There's about seven of those awkward moments <laughs> in it. It's honest to God. It's real. And Don Cheadle's fascinating. I know. And Kevin Hart is actually a really good interviewer. So it's called Heart to Heart. But if you hear Kevin Hart age shamed, Don Cheadle, he didn't. No, it you was, could tell that oh, they're yeah. being playful with each other. Oh, they like, liked each other a lot. Yeah. It was like, damn, but it was it's very funny. That's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. And they're drinking wine or whatever. I kind of thought, damn myself. He's 56. He looks good for 56. Oh, he 56. looks really good. He looks different damn. than you've ever seen him in the interview. <laughs> huh? well, he looks different than you've ever seen him in the interview, though. Okay, I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, he's a little aged. You know, he's got the grays, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But some of us have grays younger than 50 anyway. <laughs> Gray's mixed with ginger? Yeah, you should see <laughs> Christine's back. They're everywhere. <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, today's text question of the day, we'll talk more about it later. We'll give you the answers later on, but uh, it, it's an interesting one. It's kind of an introspective one for Monday. We've already gotten great answers on our Lots social media. Of answers. Yeah, we throw it up the night before, and a ton of members of the Click of Six have weighed in on this question. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Now, you have a couple nugs, but one is, uh, uh, what'd you say, from your parents, Christine? No, from then... my friend Samantha. Oh, okay. So my, when my girlfriends were in town yesterday, we were at breakfast, and we started talking about relationships. She's the one who's married, and she was like, my biggest advice is find someone who has like the same fighting style as you, because she was saying <laughs> how she's someone who just likes to... Let's figure it out now and move on. Her husband is like the opposite, where he's the more passive aggressive type, and he'll Get like over here. no, he'll like um like he'll t- he'll show like he's mad without being mad, like he'll slam a door really hard or like you know just make stupid passive aggressive. So he's comments. a baby. Yeah, okay. he's a baby. She was like, find someone who like fights with you, and I really like that, or like who fights at the same level as well, you. Well, based on your last relationship and how dirty that person may have fighted. Yeah, fought, fought, yeah. 
uh, may have fought. Uh, I get it because you yeah. guys have different fighting styles. Oh, big time. No wonder it goes home for you right there, right? Yeah. My personal one was love is not enough in a relationship. You need a lot more than just love. Hamburger. So that would be my personal Steve, one. Steve, today's text question of the day based on your own personal experience. What would be the best relationship you could give a human? Mine's going to say, or mine's going to be just straight up pick your battles, know which battles you want to fight, mm-hmm. when you want to fight. Don't fight the small stuff, essentially. Wait a minute. Yours is about fighting to fight the small stuff as well. That's interesting. Well, it's not fighting over the small stuff. Pick your battles. No, if, I'm not. if you're going to fight, fight for a good reason. You guys don't talk the night before. I'm not implying, by the way. It's just interesting that you're both about fighting. That is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's some of the best advice, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah it's fighting it's, advice. It's fighting advice. Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> Based on your own personal experience, today's text question of the day, what would be the best relationship advice you could give? Okay. So I have so many, but I think my mother said it best. There's a rhyme about a dummy and a tummy. But... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow, a belly laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is that one, uh, and I could uh, explain. It's a little inappropriate for air, so I could explain it to you off air if you need it. But uh, I, I, I truly believe, based on my own personal experience and uh, the best relationship advice I could ever give, mm-hmm. is at the beginning of the relationship. Let's focus okay. on the beginning for people like. Is that uh, like the first three months, first six months, sure, first what? three days? Even. Oh, okay. First three days. Uh, it's one of the things that people do a lot in relationships is not really show, they give you a bunch of BS, uh-huh. right? Oh, yep. yeah, I love that. Oh, that doesn't bother me. And mm-hmm. then six months later, a year later, three months later, whatever, it bothers them once you're locked in. Mm-hmm. Or so a they're, month later. They're telling you that the car has a hidden set of wings and can fly, you know, but it really doesn't. Right. So I, every relationship I was in, I was like, I'd say, well, this is what I do here. Or this, and they go, oh, okay, sure you do it. I'm like, look. Here's the one thing. Why would I BS you right now and want to be in a situation with you that I'm miserable in as well in Mm -hmm. six months? Let's just see who we both really are. So lay it all out. I like that. I think that's solid advice because I hate that, like what you said, people will like front and then the true colors start to come out like, now However, see your true yeah. colors <laughs> shining through. Oh. Yeah, it's true, though. And then all of a yeah. sudden you're like, well, that's why they're called. True, true colors. Colors. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> now let's drop. Christine, you and I were having a conversation off the air. Yeah. And uh, Ryan and a sister with a brain named Alice. Yeah, they got married yesterday. Yeah, they, they, you, and you went to their wedding. They're mm-hmm. members of the Click of Six. Yes, you, they are. You go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. And you asked me a question about cake, and I'm curious about Steve's answer on it. Did okay. you have a wedding cake, Steve? Uh, not like, no. We had a cheesecake. So you, okay. did you guys cut the cheesecake? No. Cut the cheese? Nope. Uh, so you didn't do that. Okay, so you know how some people in a wedding will smush it in the other yeah. space? I think, I can't remember. She asked me if I did that to Alicia, and I, I can't remember. I, I, honest to God, can't remember. But uh, uh, anyway, as we talk about this wedding here real quick, uh, Christine, you actually said that you would be very bothered by that. Yeah, it's funny because I looked uh, at Rob, my friend who was my plus one, and I was like, yeah, if that was me and I was getting married and my husband put cake in my face and frosting, I think I would punch him and be like, we're divorced now. 
Okay, quickest wow. wedding ever. Extreme, I know, but like a little extreme. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just a tiny and bit he maybe? was like, he goes, "I'm not even surprised. Like that's so you." Because to me, it's like you're not putting cake and frosting in my face after I spent money and all day prepping and putting makeup on and doing my hair. You want to put cake in my face? It sounds a little bit diva like. Uh, no thanks, boy. Bye. But do you think that maybe you're a little bit too wired up in the relationship and that shows? I mean, today's text question of the day based on your own personal experiences, what would be the best relationship advice you could give? Somebody dating Christine, be careful when it comes to if she spends a lot of money on her appearance, don't mess with it. Yeah. Exactly. That's definitely something I'd have to have a conversation with before the wedding. Like, if you even attempt to put cake in my face. I'll do it. I will kill you. I would would do a thing. I would get all the groomsmen. Like, you'll probably have, like, 20 bridesmaids knowing you. (laughs) I'd get all the groomsmen if I were marrying you, and I would have them randomly be putting cake in your face all day long. Right? I know. Just to, like, (laughs) know your audience. I'd be doing roundhouse kicks. Yeah. (laughs) Turn into Mortal Kombat. Stay away from my face. Get away. Get away. Christine, we're about to get some knowledge dropped here. Where is knowledge coming from today? Mm, We've been talking about relationship and love a lot. So have knowledge come from a heart. Okay. Do with it it whatever you want. It's going to get real weird. (laughs) It probably will. What do you mean? (laughs) I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to that of a specific heart. You see it across the room. You hear the heart. Thump bump. Thump bump. Thump bump. You want the knowledge from the heart. What will you do? And then you realize there is a claw with knives sitting on the table you grab it you run towards the heart you shove it in the chest of the person who it belongs to pull the heart out like the game of mortal Kombat. place it over your face open your mouth smash the heart like a watermelon as the juices of knowledge run down your throat do a 180 degree turn past your eye sockets into your brain providing knowledge Fatality. Fatality. I don't know why we're stuck there today on that, but yeah. That was gross even saying it in my head. I was like, why did I start doing this? All right. uh, The first most, sorry if I grossed you out. uh, The first most common street name in America is? No, that's city. Second. Springfield? Second. Second. Oh, that's the most common. Bingo. Third is second, followed by first, fourth, and park. Interesting. Yeah, Finding Nemo is the best-selling DVD of all time. And really? It, yeah, Mike, it'll probably keep that title forever, by the way, since Blu-rays and digital downloads are a lot more common now. Yeah. So, Finding Nemo, number one. Uh, the black lines on the sides of school buses show the floor line and seat lines inside. That way, if there's ever an accident, firefighters know where to cut. Interesting. The black lines on the side of school buses show the floor line and seat lines inside. That way, if there's ever an accident, firefighters know where to cut. There are more than 80 Legos, Steve, for every person in the world. That makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah. That's why, uh, That's which is probably why they're looking to start making them from recycled materials. Because, you know, that's a lot of Lego. It mm-hmm. is a that is lot, lot of, Lego. of Legos. And finally, for you dieters out there that love a nice 
cool soda or beverage that has zero calories. Okay. It doesn't have zero calories. The FDA, well, it may, but it may not. The FDA allows any product with five calories or less to be labeled, quote, calorie-free. Mm. The FDA allows a, any product with five calories or less to be labeled calorie-free. And manufacturers are also allowed to round down and put zero calories on the nutrition label. So that soda pop or beverage or whatever it might be, say zero calories, it could be four. Oh, no. I know. What am I going to do now? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's still, <laughs> think about it. If you're looking at two different, uh, let's say, two different brands of soda pop, you're looking at two different brands, and one of them is two calories for the diet, and the other one is zero calories, which one are you going to choose? The tastier one? Nope. You're going to go for the zero. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going diet, honey, ride the wave. <laughs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Uh, first couple nugs today are going to be a little interesting. Uh, let's not like comically interesting, just interesting. Uh, let's start in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 13-year-old victim of the Washington Middle School shooting was identified as, uh, we'll call him Benny. I don't want to say his last name, even though it's all over the internet. I just want to call him Benny. Uh, was identified as Benny on Saturday. Now, if you're not familiar with this story... Uh, police revealed that Benny tried to de-escalate a, vi- a violent situation between classmates during lunch and was shot six times Whoa. by a 13-year-old whose name I'm not going to say because I don't think they should say the shooter's name in any media because I think it... Takes away from the victims? It excites them. It excites the type of person that, oh, I could be famous. I could... No. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve to be famous. You shouldn't be famous. So this 13-year-old kid shot Benny six times. According to police reports, students said... Uh, he showed them the gun earlier in the day, which he had brought from home at lunchtime. Uh, well, the one guy, Benny, says to the shooter, stop bullying a friend of mine. And that's when the kid pulled out the gun and shot him in the grass area of the school near the running track. Okay, uh, here's... And this, the suspect is a 13-year-old kid? Yeah. And he just ruined his entire life. Well, and Isn't, he shot a kid. Yeah, like his life is over. Yeah, he ruined multiple lives. Yeah, here's Deputy Chief of Police Josh Brown and the victim's friend talking about how he just tried to de-escalate a situation between a bully and then his victim. This incident stemmed through a bullying incident that occurred at the school. He holded my other friend down, both of them, and they were punching him. So he went over there to go tell him, don't be doing that. Brown got the gun and cocked it, and all yours, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, six times wow. he shot this kid. That's crazy. I, I, I was, uh, you know, I mean, and a lot of people go, oh, don't bully, and then they end up bullying, right? But I was bullied as a kid, never to this extreme, uh, more weight-shamed, which we're going to get into in a sec with Lizzo. But uh, I, I, I don't understand it. I don't see the significance of it. I know kids can be mean, and they have to have thick skin and all that stuff. And I know in a lot of situations, people are almost too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But uh, with social media and things of that nature, like I can't even imagine the type of stress that's on kids today. What they're going through, like with uh, you know, there was a, a girl who took her own life uh, because of she was bullied via YouTube uh, years ago, and I did a yeah. thing for her and her family and whatever. But they, uh, it's just I just don't understand it. Like for example, Lizzo and Cardi B released this song, right? Yeah. And uh, usually she's immune to the trolls, but sometimes they get to her. Lizzo, like Lizzo, the Mm -hmm. artist. Like, you see her play the flute, and you're like, 
She just made a flute cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, literally. Flutes have always been cool, man. How do you do that? You know, I mean, no, seriously, it's like it's so incredible. Here's Lizzo talking. Cardi B is going to have her back, by the way. People who have something, something mean to say about you. And for the most part, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't care. I just think when uh, I'm working this hard, my my tolerance gets lower. My patience is lower. I'm more sensitive. And it gets to me. You know, like, not Lizzo is not for everybody. And maybe you look at her and you're like, God, this girl needs to eat healthier. She's overweight and it's not good for her. And I'm blah, 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 or whatever you're, whatever it is. That's great. It's your opinion. As a human, fine. But you don't always have to say something. It's not your job to say something. No, keep your yeah, comments to yourself. Yeah, yeah I mean, you especially also, on social media. You also, in particular to that, you don't know if she's meeting with her doctor and her doctor saying you're healthy, ever, your levels are fine. Yeah. Like, you don't know that. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes in her personal life. I it's guarantee like just, you they're not going to say her levels are fine. I mean, I, I, as just, someone that struggles with weight, she definitely struggles with weight. You know, it's just, it's nobody's business, though. No, That's no. the thing. You don't like it? Just, the, the thing I find the worst is when people don't like a certain celebrity or what a celebrity is saying. Yeah. And they feel the need to comment, who cares? Or they need they feel the need to be hateful. It's like, just scroll on by. Yeah. Scroll on by. Or walk on by or whatever by. I mean, like, here's the thing. I'll tell you right now, many, many years ago, uh, I actually did this in Minneapolis. And they hired, they created, they wanted me at this, this station. Yeah. And uh, trust me, this is not going to turn into a brag. They wanted me at this station so bad they created a position for me. Yeah. No one was fired mm-hmm. at all. I go in, no one is fired at all. And I join in a three-way split, allegedly, this existing show. Yeah. Which is now going to be called Ryan, Shannon, and Fish in the Morning. My first official week on the air, the station in Minneapolis has been around for over 50 years. Yeah. It's a heritage station that makes millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Or it's owned by it's owned by an incredible company. It's, it is what it is, whatever. This station, the first week I was on the air there, received more complaint calls about me <laughs> than in the 50 years prior than <laughs> anyone ever. <laughs> ever. My first week. Like that. And I wasn't extreme. I wasn't, I just you know, but my theory has always been if you don't like it, just there's been many people here. We lost Connie to cancer in January. Connie and I started our careers together. We took a brief pause. She was with someone else. There's been many people here that I've met that were like, hey, you know, look, you just weren't for me when it started. You know, so I didn't listen and I fell back on the show and I heard that you know, how you and Connie click and I loved it. So, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's that simple. It's like, well, just change the damn channel. Yeah, and just don't hard. be rude. What are you getting out of putting someone else It's down? not even rude, Clear- Clearly, Christine, It's just mean. It's mean, and obviously those people who choose to bully are dealing with their own insecurities, so yeah. fix that. Honestly, fix it. Fix <laughs> <I like laughs> your way insecurities. You say it. Christine, I like the way you say it, but it sounds so like you're like, fix it. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> change your jacked up upbringing. No, go speak to someone on how you can fix it is is what I would suggest. And I think that's what you may have meant. Yeah, exactly. I was just that's... a little more rough with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So we were having a conversation a little bit ago 
about uh, the school shooting. There was a school shooting in Albuquerque at a middle school where a kid took a gun from home. He was showing it to people. Cut to later in the day. He's bullying one kid, and this kid, Benny, says stop to the bully kid. And uh, the bully, who is the one that had the gun, shot this kid six times, which segued us into having a conversation about Lizzo. Lizzo posted a video over the weekend saying, if you, you know, why you got to be so mean? And she was crying. She's like, I try really hard. And uh, this is kind of where I was going with schools starting up now. We're getting into that 2021-2022 year. Amber's on the phone with us right now. Amber, you're a teacher, and you've noticed bullying more so with COVID, or what? what's the deal with the bullying thing? Um, I'm not necessarily seeing bullying, but I'm just seeing a lot of kids just withdrawn. Like, uh, what, just becoming more quiet, more obviously withdrawn, it's more quiet, they're just more to themselves, or are they just stopping doing what they're doing completely? Just stopping, stopping life. Um, it's, it's really taking a toll on them. And you're saying what, COVID and social media? Social media and COVID um, are really getting to the hearts and heads of our kids, and you see it more and more every year. What grade do you teach? So I'm super lucky. I teach physical education, so I have all grade levels. Okay, so you have all the grade levels going on, so you're mm-hmm. dealing with all the kids, and yep. yeah, and you're seeing them kind of withdrawal and like, wait, did you say physical education? I did. Oh, God. Why? Do you guys still have the rope? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, no. I hated that rope. <laughs> My, you know, I was bullied in school, Amber. We're talking about bullies, but the biggest bully of them all was that rope. <laughs> that rope. Uh, I agree. That damn rope that you have to uh-huh. climb up. Oh, it was terrible. Okay, so in physical education, I would imagine, though, that you do see quite a bit of bullying because I, I remember we would do stuff and they'd be like, oh, okay, fish, everybody take your time. Fish is going to try and climb the damn rope again or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming within that situation, you see a lot of that type of interaction, no? I do see a lot of it. I see more of the mental health side of it, though, with my high school health class. Okay. So would you actually, uh, what would you recommend to, let's say, a member of the Click of Six has a kid that is being bullied via social media or whatever. What would you recommend as the number one thing they could do as a teacher? Take screen time away. Really? Keep them away from it. Absolutely. I... Have a huge soapbox about screen time. <laughs> okay, so I like, do have a teenage daughter, and I watched it. Well, I, I've, I have seen what it do, has done to her screen time and okay. COVID. So you um, actually took screen time away from your daughter to help her. I yes, I limit screen time. I uh, huh. she got in trouble with it. I made her do a study on um, a doc. Uh, psychologist that kind of uh has taken screen time and made it her pro- professional her personal box too yeah great idea yeah. i mean it really is less screen time more maybe uh, podcasts or radio shows <laughs> well i mean technology is great and all but there's moderation you gotta balance uh, hamburger i totally and they don't <laughs> i understand that completely and thank you very much for the uh for the call there you go so just imagine your child as you say, I'm doing this to help you. I'm taking away, Christine, an hour of your screen time a day. This is America. I can do what I want, Mom. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear it. Hey, guys, try and do the uh, anti-bullying thing. And uh, if your kid is a bully, just sit him down and tell him they're a loser. That's what my, yeah. uh, what my dad did to my older it. brother. Like, hey, Mark, hey, you're being you a loser. loser. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, I'm definitely get them to talk to somebody. You can't always do everything on your own, okay?
So I promised I was going to talk about zero gravity TikTok lady. But I also said that I was going to do what job you have based on the month you were born. Because I know Christine loves astrology. Uh-huh. So which one do you want to hear? Because we're running out of time. Well, you already know what I want to hear. So You want to hear zero gravity TikToker? Uh, no, I want to hear the astrology. So I guess, I mean, duh. Steve? Yeah, let's do that. All Christine right. likes it. Are, I like to make it, fun of it. Are you afraid of? Uh, <laughs> are you afraid of Christine and he's right like now? like making fun of me too. Yeah. You afraid of her right now? Is that I mean, why you're doing she's uh, she's got fangs today. Yeah, she does. She's pretty vicious. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie. Stuff's gonna get interesting. Okay, so here's the deal. There's a website that I found that had a list of careers that you were more likely to gravitate towards, depending on the month you were born. Christine, what month were you born? I was born February. All right, I'll do you last. Okay. Uh, let's start with March then. If you were born in the month of March, you should gravitate towards being a pilot or musician. Hmm. Pilots and musician careers. April. If you're born in April, you should gravitate towards being a dictator. Like Adolf Hitler, Saddam Hussein. No, please don't be a dictator. They were all April babies. If you were born in May, politician. June, CEO and Nobel Peace Prize winners. Are they going based off like what other... Nobel. People in the I past. Know. I know. I said Nobel. Not Nobel. Uh, yeah, they're doing that, and it's just some list from a website. It's one of those. So fun it's nothing ones. to do with my personality. It has definitely to do with your personality. Bricklayers and train drivers would be July. <laughs> in what? August, bricklayers again. So if you had a baby in the last few weeks, they're gonna be able, they're gonna be laying bricks someday. All right. Okay. They're gonna be drawn towards that. If you were born in the month of September, which is my birth month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how accurate this list is. This is why I did this list, because it is so spot on. If you're a September baby, you gravitate towards either being an athlete or a physicist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, you were a camp counselor. Does that count? (laughs) uh, For which part? The the The, athlete. (laughs) Because the physicist, uh, you don't have to do that as a camp counselor, but that's the... Now, if you were born in October... That's me. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a job, but you're more likely to live to be 100 years old. No. You have no job and you'll live forever. I'm a homeless 100-year-old. I could actually see that for Steve. <laughs> Being homeless in 100? Yeah. Uh, this one's not jobs again, but... Uh, February. No, we're doing not November. Oh. Did you ever date anybody that was born in November? No. Okay. Serial killer and schizophrenic. Ooh, good to know. December dentist, January debt collectors and doctors. And then... February, Christine. Mm-hmm. If you were born in the month of February, you gravitate towards being a stripper. No way. Oh. Yeah. You're making that up. Strippers and ladies of the night is what my father <laughs> used to call them. If you're born in the uh, month of Let February. Me see this list. It's 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 oh, I just closed it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's artists and traffic cops. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. Like, yeah, strippers, ladies of the night, or Side pieces. You're born in February. Yes. Artists and traffic cops. Yeah, oh. yeah. Is this the worst one of these you've ever seen? Because frankly, yes, it is. I know when your birthdays are. I looked at this list mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is terrible. That and is then I'm terrible. Like, what would I want to be? I guess I'd rather be a Nobel Prize winner or a CEO out of that whole list. Do I want to be a serial killer? No. What do you mean? I want to be a bricklayer. I'll bet you want to lay some brick. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs>
Uh, a woman posted a TikTok of her very first time. Do you remember uh, when you guys would go to like street carnival carnivals? There's a ride called Zero Gravity. Which one is that? It's when there's zero gravity. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. so descriptive. It's usually a giant circular thing that it goes oh, so yeah. fast and you're laying against a board and it goes. That's a big no thank you. Zero gravity. Yeah. And then you know what the name of the ride is? No, zero gravity. There it is. Zero <laughs> gravity. So she posts a TikTok video of herself for the first time ever on a zero gravity ride at Pennsylvania's York State Fair. Take a listen to this, uh, to her experience. Uh, with every possible emotion that she has throughout the whole thing. We're on this ride called Zero Gravity at the York Fair. Okay, we're lifting up. Oh, let's go. Oh, 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 I feel that right. Oh, oh, okay, hold on a minute. Hold on. I'm trying to make a TikTok. Oh, I'm trying to make a TikTok. That's her. Help me, help me, help me. <laughs> my favorite part is. I'm trying to make a TikTok. Oh, I'm trying to make a TikTok. I'm trying to make a TikTok. <laughs> it's absolutely. If you have never written one of those, I mean, don't. You know, yeah, no, you should. They're fun. No, they're not. Oh, yes, I, I want to puke just hearing that. Well, that makes this makes you want to puke. I'm trying to make a TikTok. Oh, I'm trying to make a TikTok. <laughs> I just love it. I love it, man. I want to go on one right now. Today's text question of the day, I'm obsessed. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? And I'm obsessed with your answers that you're giving today. They're very good. Christine, yours is all about fighting. The fighting style needs yeah. to be similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Steve, yours is all about fighting. Mm-hmm. It's picking uh, your battles. Yeah, pick your battle. Don't fight the small stuff. Mm-hmm. Where mine was all about love and moving on to the next point. It was just about honesty. Yep. Don't throw From a line the get-go. Of B- yeah, don't throw a line of BS right away. This is who I am. Oh, really? Is this really who you are? Yep. Why deal with an argument three months from now? Exactly. So, I guess it all leads to fighting. Relationship It advice. does. It's kind of inevitable. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to fight. Especially if your significant other is... Uh, surprises you with a curveball, which is kind of what's going on here with today's rando text up. OMG. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. Man. Rando text out. Message out via Apple. Free download in Apple Store. Christino is calling this guy Diaper Man? Diaper Man! <laughs> I, I figured we'd make him sound like a superhero. He is in his own way. <laughs> I had something happen recently and thought the click of six might be able to give me some advice or perspective. So my boyfriend lives next to a really nice, quiet guy. Let's call him Bob. He's in his early 40s. I've always thought Bob seemed sweet and cute and wondered why he was single. We thought about setting him up with my cousin. Fast forward to a few weeks ago. I was walking past the back window and saw Bob outside in a diaper. I did I did a double take. Bob had been sitting in a chair in nothing but a diaper. But when I walked by, he noticed me and ran inside. My boyfriend doesn't believe me. He says he must have been in white shorts or boxer briefs or something else. I wish, but no. Whatever he was wearing definitely did not have legs. It was shaped like briefs, looked like it had the plastic woven absorbent material near the butt, and there were tabs at the top. I know it was only a few seconds, but I have this scene etched in my brain because it was so odd. Either way, why was he out in the backyard in a diaper with no other clothes on? 
If he was wearing Depends or something, would he really want to advertise this or risk getting seen by the neighbors? Is this like some fetish thing? I'm dying to know why someone would do this. Any thoughts? I uh, forgot <laughs> to throw the warning pig out there. Sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, Steve? I'm just going to go with maybe she's, he's just incontinent. Mm. Okay, so he's in his 40s. Yeah. Like maybe or maybe he had his tubes, man tubes tied. You know what I'm saying? Or well, something I mean, like sometimes that. Sometimes just people have problems with not being able to not which, go to the bathroom. Which is valid, but why would he be out? Side. It was beautiful just this a, weekend. Just a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he part. didn't realize that he didn't just throw put some pants. shorts. Maybe he didn't realize he didn't throw his shorts over top. When's the last time, Steve? You I wore went, a diaper. No, no, you went outside <laughs> Tuesday in your underwear and sat in a lawn chair outside. Never. Okay. This is what's throwing me a little mm-hmm. bit by this whole thing. So this is a diehard member of the Click of Six. This is somebody that has listened to the, the, the show Connie and Fish. We lost Connie earlier this year to cancer for years, 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 long, long time. Mm-hmm. And she is very, uh, a very good, open-minded person. I know who this is because she Facebooked me. Yeah. I don't get it, but she, and she's getting her chops busted by her neighbor. <laughs> Because she wanted to set her friend up with one her, of her cousin, her cousin up with uh, Bob. Um, Bob, fake name Bob. Christine, what's your take? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't even know if I have a take. Like she seems pretty convinced that it was a diaper. I ask your cousin if she'd be into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like That's a Christine's take. Way in all the ways. Good God. Omg. Text O message O via Apple free download O and Apple Doro Christina. I had something happen recently and thought the click of six might be able to give me some advice or perspective. So my boyfriend lives next to a really nice, quiet guy. Let's call him Bob. He's in his early 40s. I've always thought Bob seemed sweet and cute and wondered why he was single. We thought about setting him up with my cousin. Fast forward to a few weeks ago, I was walking past the back window and saw Bob outside in a diaper. I'm sorry, I did- fast forward to it through a few weeks ago, and what was that again? I was walking past the back window and saw Bob outside in a diaper. (laughs) I did a double take. Bob had been sitting in a chair in nothing but the diaper. But when I walked by, he noticed me and ran inside. My boyfriend doesn't believe me. He says he must have been in white shorts or boxer briefs or something else. I wish, but no. Whatever he was wearing definitely did not have legs. It was shaped like briefs, looked like it had that plastic woven absorbent material near the butt, and there were tabs at the top. I know it was only a few seconds, but I have the scene etched in my brain because it was so odd. Either way, why was he out in the backyard in a diaper with no clothes on? If he was wearing Depends or something, would he really want to advertise this or risk getting seen by the neighbors? Is this like some weird thing people are into? I'm dying to know why someone would do this. Any thoughts? So uh, my first wife, Alicia, is on the phone with us right now. Christine has a question for you, Alicia. She asked me off the air, and I was like, well, I don't know what she'd say. Let's ask her. I Well, okay. I asked Fish if Alicia asked you <laughs> to wear a diaper. <laughs> would you start looking at her differently after that? Because he said he would say no. Yeah. And I said, I mean. <laughs> I pretty much will try anything twice has always been my motto. That's just not my bag. <laughs> Okay, be- first of all, Christine, he's a liar. We were watching the show Younger last week. Okay. And the guy didn't tell uh, the girl that he had a daughter. Like, they were newly dating. Yeah. So he kind of, his 
ex or whatever drops over all the baby stuff. The girlfriend comes in. The boyfriend's not home yet. She sees a diaper on set. So she puts on the diaper and does her hair in pigtails. The guy walks in. She's like, hey, daddy. <laughs> she did look really good. She could pull it off. But, hey, I, I am never going to wear a diaper. And if I came home and you were doing that with a little T-shirt on, pigtails, and yeah. hey, daddy, and a diaper, Alicia, I would need to, I would need to wear a diaper because I would be laughing so hard at you. I would, <laughs> I would urinate in myself. You know what I mean? So my question is, Alicia, what this member of the Click of Six is a diehard member. What should she do? Nothing. Nothing. Like, I don't know what you do with that. I mean, it's not. I don't know. Maybe her cousin has like the same fetish thing going on, and maybe they would be a really good fit. Like just because she's not into it doesn't mean there's not plenty of other people into it. What would you do if I came? If you came home and I was uh, at our house and I was like, "Hey, mommy." <laughs> I would leave you. I'd be like, no, we're literally, good. literally, that's how you become ex-wife instead of first wife. Is all I got to do is walk around in a giant diaper. Well, I've been looking for a reason, so I feel like that would just be nice to go. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a diaper. It would seal the I deal. I love the conversations that you and I have, Alicia, because the look, like Christine will go, huh. And the look on Steve's face is almost uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. he does get Aww. uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for a reason to leave you, so what this would be it. What? I'm just kidding. Yeah. 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 Let's see. It's kind of like when you say, like, when you know you look fat in pants, and you're like, do I look fat in these pants? And they say, yeah. And you go, really? And they go, just kidding. Just kidding. Nope, you do. <laughs> All right, Alicia, thanks what? for playing. No, nothing. <laughs> you look great in your pants, okay? And your diaper. Yeah. <laughs> your big baby thong <laughs> diaper. All right. Thanks for playing along. Well, I will talk to you later. Uh, Christine, what is the click of six saying about this rando text? Though? Someone said, I have a friend who wanted a date with a guy who told her he had a thing where he wanted her to change his diaper. She ran. I wonder if it was the same guy. Whatever floats your diaper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, I don't know, Bob, but I do know people who have an ABDL thing, which is an adult baby slash diaper lover. Uh, It's a thing. For some is what she said. It's a coping mechanism. I would never out my friends and or acquaintances as they generally are pretty amazing people. This guy is (laughs) this guy is 110 percent uncomfortable that he knows this neighbor saw him. Plus, this member of the Click of Six is very attractive. So he's probably always been like, God, she's really cute. Now she saw him as a big baby. But, I mean, it is true. Maybe he has a bladder problem or he had an infection. A lot of people said um, Guy maybe was it's a, a, it, it is. It could be, like, something, a medical condition. And someone else said maybe he had some type of surgery recently and it's needed for a bit until everything heals. Was he smoking a cigarette outside or just sitting there? In any case, I'm sure he thought nobody could see him or he wouldn't have been out there. However, this is a very odd thing to see. Yeah, I mean, it would be <laughs> stuck in my head. I can't blame you for getting it stuck out of your head. We're talking about a rando text, though. A dude was in his backyard uh, she liked him that wanted to set him up with her cousin dude was in his backyard in a diaper sees that she's <laughs> just the diaper by the way yeah just a diaper <laughs> she he sees that she's home and notices him and he like freaks out and runs inside like if he really here's my point mm-hmm. if he was really into that all right mm-hmm. so pretend that I'm wearing a diaper my, I'm your neighbor Christine I'm in I'm in your uh your boy you really wanted to jump right into that didn't you <laughs> uh, and funny. you come home right? And uh, I'm into the diaper thing. And you see me sitting outside in just a diaper. But I'm not into I'm I'm shocked that you see me. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What do you think I would do in that situation? 
I think you'd wave and say, Bingo. hey, neighbor. <laughs> yes, you Bingo. would. And that's why I don't think this guy, I think there's a backstory, and I think that the sister with a brain's boyfriend is right. By the way, someone wants to know if he's hot. Yeah, there you All go. All right, there you go. Hey, diaper hookups only here. Text question of the day is going to be in about 30 minutes, Christine. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Uh, I'm telling you, start it out with how like, just lay your foundation down at the beginning and give them a bunch of outs, too. You know what I mean? And like, I remember when uh, Alicia and I were dating, and I said, hey, just so you know, I'm dating, like, I don't know, like three other people right now. And this isn't, I'm not one of these guys that just jumps in and goes exclusive right out of the game. Yeah. So if you're doing you, you do you. But And that's when she used to ask how uh, two, three, and four were doing every time I saw her. But she was always number one. She's like, because you know I'm number one. <laughs> and I was like, eh, well played, well played. And uh, I made a joke about it to Steve on the air the, uh, a few weeks ago, and she heard that. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, because I said she was like number, oh, no, it was you and I were talking about the uh, six women that I kissed in one night or something like oh, that. Oh, gosh. At the bar that... Uh... And I made it sound like Alicia was there. Oh, you asked if Alicia was there, and I said she was the fourth. And I went <laughs> yeah. home that day, and she's like, you never would have kissed anybody else if you kissed me that night. Oh, God. Don't, don't lie about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she knows what's up. Yeah, I was like, the, and I was like, we'll prove it. And she was like, I'm busy right now. You're <laughs> like, damn. All right, Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. Uh, it's not always the customers that are bad. A video is going viral right now of... Uh, a Chipotle employee in Baltimore hurling scissors at a customer after he complained about how long the, the food took. Here's the moment she threw the scissors at the man. Is she the manager? Is she the manager? Bro, is she the manager? Yeah, and she threw a pair of don't throw scissors at all. No. I don't even have to say your customers or your employees or... Just don't throw scissors. Don't throw scissors. Yeah. That's just mean. They could really hurt. Even those kid right? ones hurt. Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried to cut your finger with those dull kid ones? Mm-hmm. You have? Why? <laughs> Not cut it off, but like, you know, I don't know, you just do is weird it, stuff. Uh, I've never tried to do that. You know, I still have my preschool... Uh, Scissors. Really? Those dull ones. I do. I, it's one of those childhood things I can't let go of. Hmm. You use scissors. Them? Randomly, if I need scissors, right That's, there. I mean, it's, it's a very <laughs> unique. And she's sitting at home with Cutting her my finger. edibles, chomping away on her own finger. Right? That's exactly what's going on. It's the things I say. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. You're kind of explaining who you are. This should be your Christianology right there. Let's talk about England. It seems that Britain's national nightmare may be over. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are getting back in tune with the rest of the family. Us Weekly claims that Meg has been talking with Kate Middleton about doing a movie together What? for Netflix. It'll be a documentary about, quote, Kate's charity work and the huge impact she made with her philanthropy. Why are you a laughing? Source, I'll tell you why in a sec. A source says, quote, Kate is very flattered and is, uh, it's all very positive between them. There As is it a, should be. There is a show on HBO called The Prince. And it's about Kate, Kate's kid. Kate's and William's kid. George? He's, he's Prince George. Mm-hmm. And how spoiled he is and how weird he is. And they, at the beginning, they have a giant disclaimer. This is not accurate. This is just us having fun. Yeah. They chop through the royal family, including 
Megan. And, and what's funny is Harry and Megan on that show, spoiler, uh, Harry and Megan on this cartoon show, I told Steve about it because it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Harry and Megan are actually to the point now where they're like, Megan's pitching ideas to Kate to be on TV because and she's that's what's Meg's happening. realized that she's so not relevant. <laughs> she wasn't that big of a Hollywood deal. You know, she had convinced on the show, she had convinced Harry that Suits was the number one show in America of oh, all time. Oh, that's so funny. So uh, that's the Meghan Markle's old show. So it's kind of fascinating to see that it's starting to really happen. Mm-hmm. Like Harry and Meg, I hope they're happy and whatever, and no one knows but them what really happened and the royal it's family, true. what happened behind the scenes. But it's like, why does Meg, Meghan Markle need to be involved with a Netflix show about Kate Middleton, the future queen of England, Kate Middleton's charity work? There's well, no didn't, reason. Didn't Meghan and uh, Harry sign a Netflix deal, like a multi-year yeah. thing to do with Netflix? Yeah, because they need the money for security or whatever reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why does Meghan Markle need to be involved? There's no point to her being on that. And that's, I'm sure. You what mean Kate, Kate Middleton? No, I'm saying Meghan Markle. It's a show about Kate's charity work. What is Meghan Markle going to do? Probably produce it. Bingo. Yeah. She needs to She needs to fulfill her contract. That's what it really is. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I think Britain's national nightmare may now be over. Oh, so there you goodness. go. So no more royalty? No more royalty and no more shower pee. Oh, no. For women. It may sound <laughs> sexist, but let me break it down for you nextest. <laughs> we were doing a rando text, though. A sister with a brain messaged in. She's always liked her neighbor. She's taken. She and her boyfriend live together. She's always liked her neighbor to the degree where she wanted to set her 40-some-year-old neighbor, early 40s, up with her own cousin. Mm-hmm. She comes home one day. She looks outside in the backyard. She's messaged since. No privacy fence. In the backyard, middle of the backyard, in a lawn chair, wearing just a diaper, is the guy we call Bob. And she's thrown by that. That becomes a big conversation. Uh, she and I have been joking around. I'm like, hey, if you're ever single, just wear a diaper. See what happens. <laughs> but uh, we've actually gotten quite a few messages on this. So go ahead and give me a little bit of a warning, Pig Steve. Oink, oink, oink. I want to share two with you. Christine's going to share one in a sec. I got one that here that says, uh, not related, but we went camping up north, and a guy had a mannequin with him and his partner. You okay? It's just weird. <laughs> uh, they had her sitting outside by the table the whole day and took her inside at night. Hmm. Different strokes, bro. I wonder if it was the the mannequin without the head, or if it was the I'm full mannequin. It's got a head. I mean, in college, my uh, my friends found a mannequin in a dumpster after they left the bar and brought it home. And then uh, girls, when they threw parties, would uh, leave their clothes there to dress the mannequin up. So was her? What was her name? Dumpster Debbie? No, <laughs> I don't think she perfect. had a name, but that would have been perfect. <laughs> Uh, here's a here's another wagon kind of warning pig and Steve you have two oink, kids oink. you got two kids and that's why Christine wants to ask you this I talked to a guy I had spoken to a guy in a dating app and before we met he had to let me know about his thing that he's into rubber pants like what a baby wears I told him my freak did not speak to his freak and wished him well mm, I mean I've never heard of any babies wearing rubber pants that was my rubber question don't worry about it Steve I found the guy's pants <laughs> that's hot it doesn't look like something babies wear no especially uh yeah they're kind of like a that's like a Steve does it say oh my gosh okay yeah, so there you go, Christine. There's guys in rubber pants. 
That's in my search history now. What does she mean, like, what a baby wears? That's why I wanted to ask you, Steve. Am I missing something? Did your daughters wear rubber pants? No, I mean, apparently I'm looking it up. You can get rubber pants, but it seems like they're not absorbent. And they're no. real tight around the legs and waist, so it yeah. just seems like you would be sitting in your... But why would a baby want that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's uh, something along the lines of just like a washable type of under. Yeah, and some wear. of these rubber pants that we found <laughs> online. These are they, like they the, the leather type. Yeah, they don't look appropriate for going outside. No. So I, I, don't think I wouldn't it, sunbathe in those. I'll stick with the diaper. That's what I was thinking. I wouldn't <laughs> go into a bar with those. Uh, they, good for your butt, though. More power to you. Good news and bad news, Christine. Why? Why you're not allowed to pee in the shower? I'm gonna have to wait on that. We're gonna have to put that I, on and hold. And I need to know this. Too. I know. I know you're very. You're very. It's very important to you. Uh, we'll hopefully have time. We'll do it before nine. Uh, we'll definitely do it before we do the text question of the day today at eight or after probably at eight forty-five. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? So we had a member of the Click a Six text in a little bit ago about rubber pants, right? A guy she matched with on a dating app said that's what he's into, and none of us knew what rubber pants were. And then we did some research on my browser history, so that'll be a fun meeting with HR. <laughs> and uh, but Christine, one of the things she said, like she said rubber pants, like what a baby wears, and we had no idea what that, with that. And Steve did some research and found vintage rubber pants for babies. But Claude, you are aware of this rubber pants? What's going on with that? Yes, it's when... Children used to wear diapers. They put the rubber pants over their diapers to keep the diapers from leaking when the diapers got really wet. Like cloth diapers with rubber pants, right? Right, right. That's old school, back in the day. Now, you said off the air that you really like to wear a good pair of rubber pants. Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) It depends on who I'm with. Hamburger. (laughs) Hamburger. Well, Well, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, you said when you're you're hanging out with your boys, you want to wear a good pair of rubber pants. There's nothing wrong. (laughs) No, no. No, not, not with any boys. No. no, no, no. Uh, so it is also National Joke Day today, Claude. You got a joke that you could share with us at all? Oh, geez. Um, no, I'm drawing a blank right now. Most of mine are dirty, and I don't want anyone to get in trouble for that. Yeah, so. if you're walking around with rubber pants and your guy friends. Likely not... it's a dirty yeah. joke. Right? Yeah. Thank you, my brother of another mother. You have a great day. And that's what I love about you guys, the click of six. We call you the click of six because management said only six people would want to listen to the show and uh, you can always answer all the questions and you send in funny jokes as well christine we had a couple people to that you can only really based on time constraints choose like two or three tops okay uh jokes of uh from the click of six because today is national joke day this one came from tank he said how do you wake up lady gaga how poker face get it that's one of her songs yeah i like it uh Let's see. We got another one from Marty. What do you call a pig that does karate? What? A pork chop. Boom. Oh, I like it. That's, That's a good. That's a good one. Here's a here's a joke off between Alexa and Siri. What's brown and sticky? A stick. <laughs> what did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. Nah. Which bear is the most condescending? The pan. Duh. I get it. I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. (laughs) Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? They work on so many levels. If you see a crime in an Apple store, does that make you an eyewitness? (laughs) 
There you go. That's a joke off between Alexa and Siri. That was funny. But if you want real humor, Christine, if you really want to experience the feeling of a good joke, you go to the master. Yeah. Who's that? That's you, buddy. Oh, crap. That's you, Steve. <laughs> dad of all dad jokes. So, Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. Rapid joke off from Steve. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> get it? Because it, it. it doesn't have gravity. What's the difference between a cranky two-year-old and a duckling? What? One is a whiny toddler. The other is a tiny waddler. Ah, that's cute. <laughs> that's a cute one, yeah. How do you get a country girl's attention? Oh, no. Oh. A tractor. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I even had that's this ready. That's my favorite so far. <laughs> I had that ready, but that was a good one. That I like was. That. Yeah. Did you hear about the man who bought his wig from the dollar store? No. What did he do? It was a small price to pay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. What else you got? How much did the pirate pay to get his piercings on his ears? Oh, no. How Hardy much? bucks. About a buccaneer. Oh. Ah, boo. What does garlic do when it gets hot? What? It takes all of its cloves off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, go back to that one funny that one funny. so I can end on a funny, the one that really made us laugh. No, no, no. I, I got to end on this one because this one I, I, I pulled specially for Connie because I knew Connie would like it. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. Told my girlfriend she was drawing her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. <laughs> nice. Connie would like yeah, that one. That was a great one. I love it. We lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. That was a good one. Say that one again because it was that funny. All right. Told my girlfriend she was drawing her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Get it because of her eyebrows. That's great. I love it. Thank you, Steve. Happy National Tell-A-Joke Day. There's a day for everything. Got to talk about this whole woman peeing in the shower thing okay so yes. don't think it's sexist when i say this to you but one of the biggest debates in a relationship or not one of the biggest but one of the let's say top 50 debates in a relationships could be is it okay to go pee pee in the shower so a doctor who specializes in pelvic floor muscles is going viral right now because of what she told specifically women Okay, team, let's talk about why we shouldn't pee in the shower. There's two things I want to focus on here. There's the overall bladder fitness perspective and the pelvic floor perspective. You guys know the whole Pavlov's dog experiment, right? He rings the bell every time he puts food out for the dog, so eventually the dog starts to associate the bell and he starts to slobber even if there's no food there. If you pee in the shower or turn on the faucet or turn on the shower and then sit in Did she just equate pelvic floor muscles to dog drool? I think yes, she did. So... Okay, we go on the toilet to pee while the water's running you're creating an association in your brain between the sound of running water and having to pee we combo that with pelvic floor dysfunction either now or down the line then that's going to potentially lead to some leak issues when you hear running water outside of the shower unfortunately those of us that were assigned female at birth and have that anatomy we're not designed to pee standing up even in this captain morgan pose your pelvic floor isn't going to relax appropriately which means that we're not really going to be emptying our bladder super well so try to pee before you even ever turn on the shower water, and if you get the urge while you're in the shower, try to ignore it. Yeah, ignore going pee pee huh. in the shower. So do you know what a Captain Morgan pose is? I, was about I, to say do, I do that where every he has time his now. Leg up. Yeah, that's <laughs> so you have to like kind of put your leg up and you put your arms to your side. But uh, now what? So what we're talking about right now is specifically with women. That's you know when you drink a glass of water or you. Oops, hold on. Or you. Hear water. 
it'll make you want to go tinkle because it'll make you think of the shower. Huh. And I know you go pee-pee in the shower. Yeah. Okay, But so. I, I don't have that association. Well, you do. You just don't know it yet. It's the drooling dog association to your <laughs> pelvic floor. <laughs> so there you go. Huh. Now you have learned knowledge. That was from a doctor who specializes in it. I don't know how you choose that to, that in college. Like, I want to really focus on the pelvic floor muscle. I'm sure you do. No, I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying, how do you think of that? Sure. Yeah. How you doing? It works. Let's get right to today's text question of the day. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Now, both Steve and Christine's advice really kind of focused on fighting. What was yours again, Christine? Um, have the same fighting style. This was advice my married friend gave, and I thought it was really good advice. I also said love is not enough in a relationship. You need more than just love. Yeah. All you need is love is a song. Yeah, well, they were wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would be the Beatles. Yeah. That's... Steve, what do you think? Fighting. Uh, yeah, mine was also about fighting. It was uh, pick your battles. Make sure you're not fighting about a ton of little stuff. Hamburger. So, click of six, uh, based on your own personal experiences, what would be the best relationship advice you could give? You said uh, find someone you can have fun with by doing things together, whether it's sports, out- outdoor activities, uh, playing board <laughs> games, etc. They gave an example. They said that I should ride horses with Alicia, and they put a, a bunch of laugh emojis. <laughs> How about you go ride horses with Alicia? I don't want to ride horses. <laughs> uh, go to bed mad. Sometimes it's best to get a night's sleep on it. That's the opposite of the advice everybody typically gives. Uh, just sleep on it and then have a productive conversation the next day. Some of the best day after conversations at Connie. We lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. Connie and I were family for 25 years. Plus, and uh, some of the best conversations we ever had about fights were actually after. the next day. Uh, Somebody else ironically said Never go to bed angry Laughter is the key to happiness I never start dating your ex They're an ex Never start, sorry Redating your ex They're an ex for a reason Was an answer for today's text question of the day Based on your own personal experience What would be the best relationship advice You could ever give? I don't agree with all of this advice For the record Like the redating your ex thing I don't necessarily think that's accurate But, you know, whatever Uh, There's no need to be a good kisser Oh, they need to be a good kisser. If not, dump them. I was like, if there's no need, what are you talking about? <laughs> Always flirt with each other. Hamburger. Mm-hmm. Flirting is important, I think. I agree. Uh, lived together before marriage, somebody said. You never really know someone until you've lived with them. Some people would say that's bad. That's not uh, appropriate. That's, you know, the bad idea. I would say, eh, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, I think it just depends on personal situations. You learn different situations, though. Alicia and I lived together before marriage. Yeah. And as first wives go, she's so far knocking it out of the park. Yeah, go, Alicia. Yeah. Uh, today's text question of the day. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Find someone you could say exactly what you're, what's on your mind to. If you're mad or elated, you could tell them and they won't be offended or try to stop it. You should never have to hide your emotions. At least that's what they kept telling me and my sig other. And we've been together for a long, long time. I like that one. You got to be able to laugh and be honest about your frustrations, right? But don't always be honest. That's the problem. Don't always be honest. Like then you're there be is like, a thing uh, as being too honest, you mean? No, with your frustration. If you're always like, she's always frustrated with yeah. me. Yeah. Ew. Sometimes you're just being crabby. Agreed. 
top five-ish text question of the day. We have a lot in the top five-ish. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Guys, my father gave me this advice, a member of the Click of Six wrote. He has told me since I was little that first you marry for money, then divorce and take half of her money because now you'll be rich. <laughs> so go marry somebody, don't you? So you, then when you're rich, you can go marry a smoking hot babe because you're rich, she'll want to marry you. Then divorce her. Then, the, then you marry for love because you'll be happy with your marriage and still have a quarter of your money from the first one. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's quite brilliant if you really look at it. Uh, don't leave the toilet paper roll empty, literally and metaphorically. Ugh, drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Empty toilet, oh, I hate that. Never ignore red flags and think they can be fixed. Uh, somebody else said, pick and choose your battles. Fight for the ones that are worth it. And somebody else said, for advice, never compromise your values, morals, standards for anyone. That's the top five-ish today. Not what we're in the top five-ish today for the text question of the day. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Number four, travel. See the the world before you have kids. There's plenty of time for a family, but when you have one, traveling is more of a chore than a vacation. Until they're older, by the way. Yeah. My brother's kids, they've seen more of the world than I have 10 times over. Number three is never stop dating your partner. I love that one. And telling them you appreciate them. And number two. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Stay single and adopt a cat from hashtag definitely not Christine. (laughs) Is that really your advice? No, that wasn't for me. (laughs) Oh, it did say definitely not you. And number one. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Make sure you love yourself before committing to another. You can't pour from an empty cup. Okay, you organize this top five-ish. I thought that was sage advice. Yeah, you were getting very deep today, though, yeah. with this one. This was like, like number People one should have get- been the guy that took all the money from the woman, <laughs> married the hot girl, and ended up with a quarter of the cash. I thought that was brilliant. Mary, I'm going to say that one again. These are very deep. If you're looking for good advice, go to the website later. Steve will get them up. One more time for some glorious advice for the text question of the day. Oh, fish. Based on your own personal experience, what would be the best relationship advice you could ever give? Advice from this guy's dad goes like this. He told me this since I was little, that first you marry for money, then divorce the lady you married. Take half her money. So let's say she's worth half a million bucks, right? Now you're rich. You got half a million bucks. So you go marry some smoking hot babe because you got half a million bucks. She wants to marry you. Then don't do a prenup. She stays with you anyway. Then divorce her after you get tired of her. Then marry for love because you got 250,000 bucks. <laughs> there you go. It's, uh, that's just genius. You ready to get funky?